This is Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. The FF Plus is preparing to lay charges against the Paul Kruger statue vandals. The party says it will open a case against the EFF after the party admitted to defacing the statue of Paul Kruger in Church Square, Pretoria. Cope has meanwhile said it supports an argument by retired Constitutional Court Judge Albi Zaks that authorities should be creative with monuments and historical statues. He gave the example of how the old fort in Johannesburg was transformed into the Constitutional Court, becoming one of the country's admired sites of conscience. A political analyst from the Nelson Mandela Metro University, Jolene Sienkotza, says the removal of statues will sow division. What we see is that the discourse of of transformation has now turned into a discourse of exclusion. And as we know, exclusion does not help nation building, but inclusive dialogue and inclusive histories actually help people bringing together to highlight the way you had experienced somebody was not necessarily the way I had experienced somebody. The city of Cape Town says it will lay charges of malicious damage to property and inciting public violence against two EFF members. MP Bernard Josephs and MBL Nazir Paulson were among those taking part in a land evasion in Kailisha's TR section yesterday. Mayoral Committee Member for Safety and Security JP Smith says the city has also written to the speakers of both provincial and national parliament to take action against them. A group of mainly youths is continuing to take building material onto the land to build dwellings. Smith says part of the land belongs to Denel and the rest to the city. He says the city won't allow any land grabs. The EFF, meanwhile, says the move is part of its policy to expropriate land for the destitute. Smith, meanwhile, says the city's ability to respond to gang wars in Manenberg has been reduced due to the EFF-instigated land invasions in Kailicha. The shooting incidents in Manenberg have risen substantially over the past few weeks. The city says it had to withdraw policing resources from the area to monitor the land grab. One of the residents, Grant Valchemut, says the township is like a war zone. People don't want to go to work. Uh, people keep asking and all the invaders. Um, how's Lennonburg now? Can we go to work? Can we go fix our children? People don't want to send the children to school. And um, people don't want to send the children to go buy a bread because you don't know what's going to happen and make some money or two. The kids don't care how they shoot and for who they shoot. And finally, the World Health Organization has released figures that help show the gravity of the deepening crisis in Yemen. The organization says 550 people have been killed in recent fighting between a Saudi-led coalition and Shia rebels and scores more wounded. Head of the International Committee of the Red Cross in Aden, Robert Gozen, describes the situation as one of the worst ever in the area. The situation is is really, really bad. I mean, Aden is essentially today a ghost city. We are seeing a lot of people uh, arriving dead at the hospital or dying in the hospitals because they were very severely wounded and also because the hospitals don't have the right supplies and the right staff. For Good Up FM News, I'm Danielle Buzet.